are back. We are back again. I'm going to skip any pleasantries and go straight to the fans because that's what I love. Fan question number one this episode. Give me the DG responded. Is he back? He's Devin, back. why don't you take this one? He's back. <laughs> I got too excited. I just, I just shout oh over you. God. I'm oh here. I'm so happy. I'm so You guys happy. did uh, such a great job. Thank you to Katie and Tim. Um, Tim, I am sh- uh, shipping out a... Uh, a new microphone to you um so next time we come on we're gonna we're gonna clean that up a little bit but love the madden takes love the fifa takes love uh katie standing up for kim early on in the Mm -hmm. first episode so um let's set the table for a second we will talk about the edge of extinction we will talk about uh invasions and baby sharks uh we will talk about adam but first pat I have uh, a few rapid-fire takes maybe just to catch Get them off your chest. On... Get them off okay. your chest. Let's start there. Um, the So I take notes throughout the, throughout the episodes to refer back to. I am uh, a slave to bullets. I love bullets in work life and professional life and um, personal life. So the first ones of this season are as just like unreadable as any notes i've ever taken in my entire life i was so giddy at the very beginning it's so cool this is the super bowl this is the super bowl like every week and that is just like the entirety of what my notes are and then just like stream of consciousness with like the queen is pissed this that the other thing (laughs) and something for me that has been disproven this season is i always thought a little bit that the um outside of just like actually surviving i know that probably sounds stupid but outside of actually just surviving on the island i felt like experience was a little bit overplayed because it's it's it seemed to me like it's it's sort of like um i don't know like settlers of Catan. like it's it's very based on what your initial draw is like that influences the game so much so who are you with like both from i thought you brought up like a lot of really good points on like Mm -hmm. stereotypes and things last week like who who are you with from that perspective like is your tribe strong this that the other thing and i i felt like we saw relatively early on that disproven so i will like touch on that throughout probably today um you you think that the the experience was disproven is that just to clarify I think that experience means a lot because I, I think it. we'll okay. probably battle about this a little bit later, um, but because of how I thought Rob or think that Rob has played the game so yeah. far. So uh, yeah. we, we can touch on that um, sure. in a bit. Uh, other than that, I, I was happy that Katie gave Kim her, her due early on. Uh, I was disappointed in Kim for like the first two episodes. And now I, I guess I don't really know what's going on with her, but she just like, seemed to be a a pretty popular girl who is used to getting her way not getting it um and like literally to the point where she's throwing herself on the ground begging for attention or or just to be pulled in um i don't know some people are made to play from the bottom uh you made some good points on that last week pat like like ben's even said this alliance thing is new to me so to see kim not really be able to adjust was uh, a little disappointing but i think she can only go up from there so um i don't know how do you feel about kim so far this season I, I agree with you. It was it was there was a level of desperation early, and that's that's where I mean I think that your your point on experience is well taken, uh, but I think that there's still some. Um and I talked about this with Danny, the, the survivor tropes are still true. Like when people are on the bottom and they don't have a way in, you're going to see the worst versions of them, or um, they're going to do some things that don't exactly line up to good strategy just because they're desperate and they're trying things. They're just, they're just trying to do something. Uh, and, and for Kim, I think that she was, she just didn't want to be the first person voted out and she didn't. Yeah. And she didn't really have control of the situation. She was like, "This is I'm not part of this." I really, I swear. Like, and 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 so I think that it was a bad episode for her. And yeah, we'll we'll talk about like what's coming with Decal because we haven't had to see. We, we we don't know how she's assimilated back in because we haven't gone mm. back to tribal yet. Um, but it seems like she's settling in better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I right. I like guess I can't really say just she's been off yeah. my radar so maybe she's assimilated a little better um, bad up one you, bad up one. you uh you right <laughs> you pointing to uh or alluding to the poker player alliance was is, is a really good point and something i wanted to talk about quickly just that one worry i had going into the season was do they like respect us as viewers are they going to pull the wool over the eyes of people who have watched 40 seasons of this show and say that these external relationships outside of the game aren't going to influence this because like Michelle doesn't know anybody and 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 Rob and Tyson apparently are best friends which is something that I learned 
on the episode. Um, so, like, the fact that they're not even just, like, alluding to it, but, like, full-on got the rights, or I don't know where it was aired, but, like, to play the clip of, of Tyson saying that at the poker game, um, I appreciate that, and I appreciate that, like, they're they're giving us, like, the full world view of, of who these people are and how they interact with each other. Yeah, 100%. And it's it's... It seems though that it's it's despite that it's also still I mean I think Natalie and Amber would disagree a level playing field you know it seems like it's out in the open it's accepted but it's just a component of the game and it's not you know the it was it was a very prominent thing in the first vote but now I think it's it's settled well and I think that everyone is playing the game of Survivor the best they can yeah. and it's it I'm I'm. I'm liking how the season is going so far. I guess it's oh, me too. To say that. Yeah. I think any unevenness that is apparent in the season was like explicitly agreed to by the castaways, like stopping just short of like allowing them to pick what the tribes were. Like meaning, like Rob and Amber knew that they were going to be on the season, that they knew they were going to have a target on their back. So right. that is the only like unevenness that I've really perceived because and these... it's. Oh, all, all I was going to say was the cl- the tribes were clearly crafted strategically yeah. by the producers because they gave them specific buffs you know it wasn't right it wasn't a um, oh let's see what happens kind of situation they were and i think that the tribes are very very even in, in, in that respect as well yeah yeah I, I i only stepped back there because i knew that you would say that more eloquently than than i did uh, or would have been able to um running back to kim for a second i enjoyed that her groveling was like tied to Sandra because I think there's like an interesting dynamic between the two of them there like Sandra legitimately laughing in her face and I had some thoughts <laughs> on Sandra is so the, good. she's the goat right like she's someone who is uh, a- adaptable and my first thought really was actually because we were seeing them like or, or we were seeing Kim try to communicate with Sandra how different this would be if it were the other way around and Sandra wouldn't just be like pleading with people. Like if she needed to piss in the rice and say that it was Ben, she would have pissed in the rice and said that it was Ben. Like there's, there's nothing off limits for her. And Kim, like, I guess you know your strength that just like, she's, (laughs) she's on a try where her strength wasn't helping her in that situation. Um, and, and then the Sandra laughing in her face thing, um, is this a real rivalry because Sandra is considered, the best or by a lot of people but also kim by a lot of people is um thought to have played the best single season like i could see Sandra having hair across her ass about that so i'll be interested um mm-hmm. to see how their relationship plays out moving forward um yeah i don't, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that i i the thing is it it, it doesn't take much to get on Sandra's bad side so mm-hmm. if she read one article or heard probe say Sandra played one of the most flawless or rather Kim played one of the most flawless games. Yeah. That could be enough to put a massive target on Kim's back, but yeah, the, there's things that Sandra can do that seemingly nobody else can do and get away with. And, <laughs> and so you know, R- Rob kind of falls into that bucket and we'll, we're going to dive into him later, but oh, yeah. they're, they just have like this aura in the, around them. And to your point about Kim, just kind of like, she just wanted to, she just wanted to be on the end, and I don't. And I think she was excluded. I, I think that there's. I, I really think that Kim's back in the fold, and it was just you might be close to Amber, so you're out of this vote. That's really what I think, and I don't think that there's anything more to it than that. Um, I think the more interesting relationship is um, her and Sophie, Kim and Sophie. They have a direct connection now with that idol being shared, and Kim was trying to get to the end, and she didn't. She chose Sophie, which is it's. Sophie was Sophie was like I she called herself I, the devil. Yeah, I don't know if that's what she should have done. Yeah. So I think that that's the more interesting relationship to me. And then how does this? What does what does Sophie do with this information? So far, seemingly she's told nobody about this, which I think serves her. So I don't think that she she should. But uh, yeah, but yeah it, it's Sophie, just how quick does Kim get to the bottom, and how does Sophie react is more interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, um. Sophie was is has been the biggest riser for me this season. I for sure. Um, I I am a big fan of hers. I think you know good and strong in the challenges, and she's super socially adept. And like where one side of the game it looks like we have meat shields, and the other side we have nerd shields. Uh, <laughs> yep. It's 
it's it's fantastic. I'm 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 happy with Sophie. I'm excited to watch her uh, continue to play, and I think the fact that she has half that idols, I'm or I'm hoping that that's going to lead to a really good TV moment. Um, sorry to backcheck really quickly. I just had one last Sandra thought or comment um, because I would mouth kiss her. If she was in front of me right now. <laughs> I, I, I love her. She strikes me as the only person that really had something to lose coming back this season. Do you think they paid her? Paid her more. Do you think they like incentivized her to be on the island? Oh man! Um, like, are we watching next season and she has a producer cred? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I think that. Well, because keep in mind, the only she lost on Game Changers, and mm-hmm. that was her only time that she lost. And so, for me, I think that uh, she thinks, okay, I'm the goat, but now I get to play again with a bit more of a level playing field. I get to play against all winners. I don't have to deal with the same kind of argument that I dealt with before. And yeah, I'm still a it's an uphill battle, but she never had a chance on Game Changers. Like, never had a chance yeah. on Game Changers. And so I think that for her, there's probably unfinished business. And she seems like the type more to me, like, who, if she can improve her reputation by 1%, but she risks, like, decreasing it by 50, she's still going to try it. Like, she has that ambition. She has that drive. She thinks she's the best. And she's okay to take an L if she has the opportunity to go for a win. And that's why I think everyone is just drawn to her or at least I am and you are you know there's a there's a competitive fire in her that she's always going to take that chance yeah. and 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 I I don't I don't think that she views this season as having having anything to lose that's and like and maybe that's just me being so blind and you know my, I I'd be right behind you with on the in the mouth kiss department you know I'd be <laughs> there's there's no doubt in my mind that she's 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 the goat uh, I think like I, competitive I fire perspective like is, is is something i can like see that we have in common like like she like clearly like wants to win I, i'm just like the best part about winning is shaking your ass in someone's face i've said it before so like is um <laughs> is it better to be like oh i'm the two-time winner like or i only like even like i only played twice i won twice like is that better than coming back and like di- are we diluting it at some point in time? And I, I guess, I guess, like we sort of have to see the season play out before we can really answer it. But like that would be my stupid, um, in my own head concern before coming back out again. But I'd right. probably end up doing it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She's a goat. I love her. Um, are we caught up? Are we caught up, Beach? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I'm looking at my other stuff. I think it all sort of like folds into the the uh, flow of this episode. So um, wonderful. Okay, so let's go. Um, Straight to the edge. I'm still going to lead this episode, folks, which is, um, it's dangerous. I know I promised Devin would do it, but uh, he's got too many thoughts. So I got to try and keep this thing on track. Next week, we'll get back to our normal cadence. But on the I edge feel of like extinction. It, it's, it's like. Um, see, he's already going. The, he's already going. No, sorry, this is just one stupid <laughs> anecdote because I think it's funny. It's not funny. Um, you're, <laughs> your child's driving for the first time and you're watching them from another car. Like, that's what these last two episodes were like. And now, like, you're driving, but, like, I'm in the passenger seat. And, like, I still have, like, the emergency brake right there should we need it. But um, I have a lot of faith in you because you, you drive that car very well. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. It is it is not easy wrangling those two, those two that I wrangled. But it was a lot of fun. And uh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll have them back for a big old merge cast. We'll, we'll get, a, get a party going or something like that. Boom. Um, but on the edge, um, to start the episode, we have Nat. Amber and Danny, they get a clue. They go up into the, you know, seemingly towards the top of the island, something like that. Um, Amber's first one to kind of figure out, let's go check out some other things. And we'll kind of, you know, do a little bit of a fast forward. Nat's the only one not stopping. She's so locked in on the edge, gets her third advantage on the edge in as many weeks. Is she... Like, where, where do you rank her in the game? She's got an opportunity to bring back, come back into the game. I haven't heard your thoughts yet on the edge of extinction. Surely you've heard mine. So I'm just going to yield this whole segment to you to talk about I, the edge because the way it's coming into the game this time versus the last time. I know you hated it. For those of you who are new listeners, Devin was very against the edge. I was a little more neutral, but still negative. I have done a full 180. Where are you at? Yeah, I'm, I'm more interested in it this season. And I am sort of suspecting that, like, the second come around may not happen this season. So like where they go back and then another person re-enters the game. I'm like mm. how Chris won. Like I, I'm not sure if that's going to happen this time. Um, I like that there is another element just because like 
now it's more than going out there and like seeing like oh reem's still like pissy and everyone else is still starving like we're do i have a bone to pick with you yeah like hey dude um we we have like more of a storyline out here and i mean you're earning things so it's like like the thing that it's adding this time is like you can come back and say more than like well i survived extinction and nobody else did it was like all that really meant was like you won one challenge which great like you did that malnourished, but this time there's like advantages and things. And Natalie is starting to put together a resume. She's the one who said it's a survivor economy. It's like a very true representation of like the current economy because she has all the wealth and everyone else is groveling for pennies. Yeah. And they, I mean, they don't even seem to know. Like the thing that, that really drives me is Nat's ambition. She's like gaining strength with each week, each advantage, each each time she sees an opportunity, she's so locked in. Like, the the way that she figured out, like, you've been given what you got. I mean, I was thinking maybe there's, like, something, there's something written on there. Like, there's, like, weird numbers. She was counting the beads. Like, that's a, that's a, like, you, you got to be switched on to be thinking that, you know? Going it's, back to crush the shells afterwards is right. such a fucking incredible move. I loved that. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's, um she's operating... Like, if she was doing this type of gameplay on the main island, we'd be like, oh, my God, she is playing one of the one of the best games, and no one even notices it. But she's yeah, doing I mean, it on the edge, and she's kind of crafting this. This is the first season where this is a, a potential thing, and mm-hmm. I can't – like, you can't play it better than she's playing it. So, yeah, yeah you got to give her credit for that. I, I initially was like, oh, her over Jeremy, that's, that's interesting. And now I'm like, oh, well, maybe they did it right because I, like – I mean, just physically forgot about what a beast she is. Um, and, and I mean, yeah, really, she's she's been impressive out there. Um, she was in the first challenge. She was the only woman to go twice. Right, right, right. right. Her tribe sent her out there twice. And, you know, I, it's, you know, from a keep the tribe strong perspective, they they certainly failed that first one. Um, you know, it was, we, we went over why that happened and I can, yeah, I don't like it, but I'm okay with it. I'm fine logic and all that. Um, what do you make of her distribution? Uh, you know, the first one, she was forced to give it to someone on the losing tribe, which was to call. She goes Sandra. She goes Jeremy, which is obvious. We don't need to l- harbor on that one. But this one, she seemingly could have given it to anybody, and she chooses Sarah. The Sarah one throws a little bit of a wrinkle into, like, what I was thinking before, because I, like, well, with Sandra, and, and, and uh, maybe not. You, you walk me through this a little bit, but the... Um, I was thinking if she gets back into the game, like working with people like Sandra, people who she knows are perceived threats, may be beneficial for her to not come back in the game and get voted out immediately. And we've we've seen that happen before. Rob Rob did that on um, Redemption Island. Um, so like to come back, <laughs> we're using this term meat shield like very or, or a lot this season, but like to come back in and have a big threat like Sandra, like it's very easy for her to come back into the game have an alliance built in because she's she sent her something and then also say hey we're we gonna let her win a third time no right like we should vote her out so it yeah. just furthers her i feel like the the hardest vote for them will be the first vote um and i mean obviously like sarah's sarah's a threat too and sarah's you know savvy and and, and, and cutthroat um i think i i think there may be a potentially like a woman element in it as well which is is great and they should and, and and girl power and all that um so those are those are i guess yeah i guess those are kind of like the two thoughts i had on it yeah i think you're you're spot on uh with the sandra bit you know keep her uh you know sandra's gonna have a tough time i think getting like true allegiances so giving somebody like her an advantage is a way to draw you close to her and also the meat shield thing yeah i think you you nailed it jeremy it's obvious we don't need to go into that anymore uh, than we have, unless you'd like to. I love talking about Jeremy and will <laughs> do it for hours on end if I if I am prompted. Um, but the the Sarah one was the first one where I thought Nat is really playing this game. She's casting herself a wide net of people where she can go up to individually and say, "I hey, I was the one that sent you that. And, you know, I hope it you know worked out. Like, can we can we work together now?" And you know, Nat will paint herself as a threat coming back from the edge. I think she's gonna have a really tough time winning, especially a winter season. Um, and so maybe she can kind of sneak in with some people, uh, but she's giving herself this opportunity to come back into the game where if you look at how both Rick and both Chris did it on the only other season where this happened, they were instant targets. They were instant targets where everyone was like, no, we got to get them out. And so she's doing her best to spread this 
around. She could easily just hook up Jeremy, but Jeremy might not make it, right? And so she's yeah. got to be able to spread this. And I, I like the game that she's playing. Um, for me, it's going to be a real shame if she doesn't get back into the game with the how she's played on right. the edge. Um, but she has those tokens, right? She has enough tokens to buy an idol. I was One gonna more say that, token. That's, that's gonna be the thing that, that yeah. switches it this time around because she'll have you would think, yeah, the way it's going, she'll have she she already has enough to, to get the idol, but she'll so she'll that'll be an option for her yeah. coming back into the game. In, I in think addition needs... to the various meat shields. <laughs> yeah. The shark for her, board of shields. The she wants she needs for me, she needs one more token to get herself an advantage in the return challenge. And then she can also have the three to buy the um the idol. And I know the yeah. answer to this question before I even say it, but you have those tokens. Who is the person that's looking at that menu going, I need to get into a Pinot right now? Give me that bottle of wine probst. <laughs> I mean I feel There's I don't two know. answers. <laughs> I don't think I don't I mean on, on the edge right now. Uh, oh, just... I, I, I meant in the world. <laughs> oh, in the world. Okay. We have Mr. West Nale. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Um, I forget what his last name, but our guy Carl really liked to drink. Yeah, Carl. Davy liked to drink as well. If you remember, Davy. I do remember. Davey dumped a beer on his head during the reward <laughs> challenge, which is probably the better way to use it. But yeah, yeah. Carl got <laughs> shit faced and then voted out. Uh, if there's any. Uh, trope that holds true it's uh you get hammered you go home but yeah i love every time somebody does it um but yeah anyway the the advantage to sarah uh was Woo. this is one for for those of you who are new uh this is this is one that Devin is absolutely in love with anything that involves covert ops anything that challenges people to take a risk anything that's not given that has to be earned Devin, Absolutely. you love it. We, we don't the, need to uh, ask you if you love it. How much did you like this? And what do you make of Sarah Lupin and T Tony? I stood up and was like, woo, invasion challenge. <laughs> yeah. I was so psyched. Um, the Tony thing, it, it, I was a surprise because it, it seems like Same. she's like really going into this Cops R Us uh, alliance, which like has burned her in the past with Tony. So um, we'll see how it goes. But I mean, like it's, it's definitely a show of loyalty. And if like, if, anybody because I, I don't think the two of us are, are are included but like if anybody um believes this new different tony that we've seen uh, to this point in the game uh then maybe she's making the right play but I, I i don't know i still feel like when push comes to sub he's gonna be like oh you know what getting rid of sarah i think that's an absolutely fantastic idea if he doesn't kill himself from a shark or a ladder before that <laughs> tony's an absolute wild card and but i i think that uh i think the thing with tony is is like who's gonna go to Tony and say I want to work with you? That list is short, and he's won the game. So despite how crazy he is, I don't think we can sit here and say that he's a chump or that he doesn't know how to think or anything like that. I think that he's aware of the fact that everybody on this island has a reason not to trust everybody, and so coming to the table, all your cards on the table, looping him in with a real advantage, it's a it's a risk. But it's a risk with anybody. And for her to form that bond, a bond that, like, Tony burned her. And then I don't think she kind of explicitly burned Tony. I think that Tony kind of burned himself in Game Changers. Yeah. But they, you know, it, it went one way and it went the other. It kind of, like, I, maybe I just want it to work because it's a hilarious duo. Uh, and I Did think you catch a little handshake? Say, was that? Did you catch their little handshake? They like push, put like guns up against each other. Yeah, little, little, uh, yeah, little secret handshake. I'm Finger about pistols, it. man. I'm, I'm about it. The thing, like the only, this is the only negative thing I've ever said about an invasion challenge. It, 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 it did make me sort of realize, like, I feel like this has to be so difficult to get caught at because Tony, like, almost making a mockery of this with uh, spitting in ash and, and putting it on Sarah's face. They didn't touch her arms at all, Pat. <laughs> She's white below the neck too. Like she needs, she needed the camp. Well, I mean, I guess she didn't, but yeah. um, the editing there is always so good though. Like it, it's one of those things that's just like a fun part of the game that you have to suspend disbelief for because like the cut to like Ben waking up and looking around, that was my number one note. I was like, were the producers at all nervous about infiltrating a camp with someone who admittedly has PTSD? Oh shit! I didn't even think about that. You gonna crack her over the head with his damn torch? 
Oh my god. I mean, I think you get, yeah, that's that's that is a, uh, a that, that's just a new level, a new layer that I didn't even think about. <laughs> Uh, yeah, holy shit! Yeah, I forgot about that. But I think that you know the 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 editing is always going to be great in those scenarios. But yeah, the wind is whipping. There's obviously always cameras and producers like walking right. around at night to make sure that you know they catch anything that does happen. And so I think that every time people you know you're going to hear sticks cracking and you're going to wake up, and that's that's probably something that happens every night. Um, the I mean, I, I, I just, there's something pure about Sarah and Tony's interactions that, you know, Tony's excitement and like Sarah seems to really feed off of it. Like, I want to believe this will work out. I they really feel do. like that in, in a sea of adults playing this season, they feel like the two kids that are like out there, like having fun with it. Yeah. More. I, I think everyone is like, obviously they all agreed to come back, but like you can see the joy on their face, like as they're doing, uh, you know, playing the game together. Yeah, for sure. And, and on and on to call, I have to feel like, I mean, maybe it's just the edit we've seen so far. Um, they 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 feel like one of the closer duos on to call. Like mm. the, the, I I I, th- I see some other relationships that seem strong one way. Like um, I think that um, Sophie has Yule in in her pocket, but yep. I don't know where Yule is. Like I don't know what happens to Yule if somebody comes to Sophie and say, "Let's get Yule out," you know. Right. Um, and I don't know if there's any other relationships on to call that you wanted to to touch on. We haven't really seen them put to the test since the Amber yeah, vote, which was I, kind of I think elementary. You can you can take learnings um, from Sele and, uh, and and apply them. So like looking at some of the newer players, we've we, you've pointed it out to me, but we've seen Wendell and Nick seem to take a a liking to each other. They are the two newest players on that tribe. So there may be something there uh, with, with the two of them. Um, I think that's one to watch the, the other people. It does feel like a lot of floaters sort of, in my opinion, outside of that, because I feel like Tyson's made him, made it aware to everyone that he's on his own. Um, I, I don't know that Sanders ever going to feel super, super great with one person or another. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, Kim, Kim, uh, we, 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 not enough information at this point in time. So Wendell and Nick is where, where my eyes would be at because um, they, they feel definitely like the firmest two on that tribe outside of probably Tony. Yeah. Tucker. And so, just, yeah, we were, we're, I'm, I'm hoping that we get a, a, a Sele tribal win or sorry, immunity win rather next week, just so we can see to call, go to uh tribal a storm's been brewing. I want them to go to a tribal before they split things up. Um, also, as far as things go, Sandra has a immunity idol. I think she can only use it. I don't know if it's her first three or the first three um, tribal oh, yeah, councils. Sarah has a steal a vote now. Is that what her advantage was? Yep. And then Kim and Sophie have the split idol. So that tribal has all the makings of an electric tribal, especially nice. if Sandra's name's on the block. Um, if Sandra's name's on the block and it's Tyson who put it there and Sandra has an idol, bye-bye Tyson. She ain't gonna miss. And I think that that's, that's a good transition for us to get right into what was an epic, truly epic, I, I gotta say, um, immunity challenge. Oh, um, so good. Before we go into it, are you a little surprised that we're having just one challenge per episode? They're looping the rewards and the immunities together. We haven't had a two challenge episode yet we haven't had a reward and then also an immunity they've been for reward and immunity yeah. so far i think like how like like breaking it out like as like a tv show like a block b block or like a, you know what i mean um that they are treating uh edge of extinction as like the other challenge the reward um, yeah yeah so i don't know i mean I, I i love that the stakes are are higher uh on the single challenge i think that's fun i i like watching challenges and and i was eager for that this season because they said that they're going to bring back some classic survivor challenges. So um, I, I want more and more of them. And I want the, we, we talked about this, like we want the, um, I can't think of the word, the bartering thing. And the, and I want them to be eating bugs. Um, so the more challenges, the better, but I'm not, I'm not super shocked now. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think we'll see a little bit more of that come back into play after the merge too, yeah. when you, you, you take people on and then the social game becomes part of the reward challenge as well. Uh, that's always, that's always good fun. Uh, but yeah, the, the, I mean, just how, how crazy are they going to get with these challenges? They're, they're sending them through like an American Ninja Warrior obstacle course, launching 
launching people up these up these uh, these obstacles that you know you'd have a tough time doing this fully fit and you know not like eating a good breakfast you know and they're, they're having these people just fling themselves up on top of each other it, there's it's all on the line I, and i can't remember a a team puzzle challenge coming down this close to the wire but also usually when you get these puzzle challenges you got you know you got five six puzzle, puzzle pieces left it just kind of comes into place oh this i know one they is like, find that last one was so yeah cool. the, oh that. man i was i was on the edge of my seat with this challenge mm-hmm. yeah yeah i uh, <laughs> the first part of it where you're jumping from platform to platform um i loved because well they've done that before and it's just always fun to watch because like if you watch american ninja warrior they, they literally start a lot of the obstacle courses with that. And that is the one that like me on my couch eating like nachos is like, ah, oh, that, that part's easy. Like, let's get to the meat and potatoes of it. And they're seeing like actual people do this challenge now and they, they can't get around. Um, like Michelle was following. A lot of people were following, uh, but the puzzle I loved uh, and that end moment I was, I mean, you know, I just like always root for chaos. The uh, Sarah pushing the puzzle piece in too far and knocking it off. I really wanted Rob to come in and, and win it after that, but uh, to no avail. Yeah, it felt it felt like it was going to happen for him. Uh, and yeah, Sele is getting to the point where you're wondering, can they catch a break? You know, and even in the one challenge they won, um, you got to say that that was a a bit of a decal loss the way that uh, you know J- Jeremy flung oh, all those rings apart. up there yeah. in the end. You know, so it's a little it's a little stacked, and I mean you 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 felt it after the challenge and it, it I, how much of that do you think was the challenge loss versus who's going to make the first move jeremy said it was we're all sitting there going to see who's going to make the first move that it's a tough challenge to lose the way that they lost it having to go back to tribal council and i, I forget who said it at tribal council but the danny vote was everyone was aligned let's get yeah. let's take care of business let's move on you wanted to get the win. You wanted to have a little bit of camaraderie. You wanted three more days without having to worry about your spot in this game, and they couldn't get it. I think. I think that was. Uh, I, I think it was more about the tribe dynamic than it was about losing the challenge. I. I thought mm. like pretty clearly this was like a changing of not changing of the guard, just like a a, a different vote than the previous week because like, like something's got to give. Yeah, like even even with like Danny maybe being with the older players like she seemed like an easy enough sacrificial lamb that everyone's gonna be able to agree on they all did this time it was like some sort of battle lines are are going to have to be drawn and and do we go and pick off one of the perceived big boys or um or or or, or does someone fold over to them and, and and work with them and and how does that all break down so um it was it was cool to watch like a little stare down though yeah it was it was it was intense like this is this is the thing that this season's bringing that I don't think you can bring anywhere else because you know they they even talked about it the very first very first episode Adam and Denise just going off for firewood alone that's some rookie move like they're calling out the things that people will do every single season of survivor full stop and there's a you know Jeremy saying you know as soon as somebody moves it's on you know it, it, yeah. it was it was fun to watch and it was fun to see how these lines were drawn and it seems like we have a uh, I don't know if it was this tribal or I think Wendell talked about the the Venn diagrams at his tribal council where you know they're they're all over the place. This one looked like a a Pepe Silvia you know master plan with all the <laughs> yarn drawn on the board. Yeah. The connections between people, you know, we have Denise and Adam and Ben and Adam and Ben and Denise, Michelle and Jeremy, Robin, Parr, Robin. It was just, it's it's all over the place. And then Adam trying to draw the lines. This was. Early in the game, usually these types of things are like, you know, a lot of people are being stupid. There's a lot of cooks in the kitchen right now. I'm here for it. Let's talk about Chef Boyardee, Adam's strategy to go to Parv's number one and number two, loop them in. He mentioned it, and uh, he he said that, you know, he was aware of the risk. I think it may work. Yeah, it may work. But I think it might work. It's a challenge, but I think... Just maybe this once. Um, hated it, hated it, hated it. <laughs> I absolutely hated it. What a fucking idiot. Um, the 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 thing, the thing like you can see it. You can see his his mind working, and, and and he's trying to play a similar game, which like it worked. I hate that it worked. 
I hate everything about him having a million dollars. But you that's something you can do. I, I don't even remember anybody on his season right now. Um, that is something you can do against... Zeke. New, Psychos. Uh, you can't do it against Zeke, though. That's something you can do against a more novice player. Like, I, this is another moment where I was like, everything that I thought before was wrong. Because I've seen Adam do this, and I've seen it work for him. And he tried to do it with Rob and Ethan, and they both laughed in his face. Like, two of the most socially adept players mm-hmm. uh, that I've ever played. And and, and and this little, like, teeny bopper, compares, comparatively, is, is they're laughing in his face. I, I was like, it's sort of dumbfounded, uh, to, to be honest. I, I Like, the fact that he did it twice, like... What are the odds that it's going to work out on both of them? Like, I, I understand what he's doing. He's like, this is my move, so let's shoot our shot here. But, like, I think there's a – like, doing it for Rob alone would would make more sense because at least, like, maybe you can win Ethan back later down the line or, or, or maybe it actually worked with Rob. But, like, the fact that he did it with both of them, there was a 100% chance that Parr was finding out about it and then it was going to blow up in his face. Yeah, it was a um, – it seemed like it was it was calculated. My first thought was like, okay, he's calculating the risk and he's deciding he's going to go for it. But then I, when I started, when I sat on it a little bit, he's doing what we say you can't do. He's trying to win the game of Survivor on day nine. Hmm. You can't do it. You can't do it. But you can lose it. And he lost just about everything but his place in the game in this in this episode. I think you know he like I mean just to, just to kind of like really you know to give him his full due. What was his strategy? His strategy was I'm we're going to betray. Rob and Ethan with the par vote. And if I let them know, they will think, okay, at least Adam is trying to work with me. Therefore he's somebody I can trust. And then at that point in the game, Adam has an alliance with everybody. That's what he's going for. I think, I mean, you're right, but I think, well, I'm not, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying like, let's, let's at least say there was, there was logic to his decision. There was, it wasn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't like, well, this is obviously going to... Like, he understood what he was doing. There was absolutely logic to it. I, I see I see that. I also think that... We know he's seen every episode. He's a huge fanboy, all that. I think he wants to be able to say that he played the game with Rob and then eventually pulled one over on, on Rob. I think that's, like, important for his ego, and that was a big reason why he did it. Because the, the more I'm thinking about this, the way to do this move is to go to Ethan, who is a, like more of a wild card and someone who you can have a better sense may not go not only run and tell par but run and tell every single other person this yep. is why he's in this is why he's in the shitty bed that he built for made for himself right now is, is is because the both of them went around and now everybody knows yeah and so what for for me rob rob hit it like why is this a bad idea like rob's confessional saying does he think i'm just going to take this information and not try to act to save my number one yeah like he said i'm sure i have the votes i know i have the votes and he's like you know what great you have the votes i'm gonna go see what i can do what can i do i can blow up your spot you idiot and sure enough he did uh let's just go i mean i think we can go straight into tribal it seemed like at the outset uh Jeremy and Michelle were going to be the swing votes, whether it was going to be Parv or Adam. Mm-hmm. What we didn't see any of what actually happened in the end. What I want to ask you before the um, before we get into the tribal, like the actual vote and you know, kind of the strategy behind that. The did you get a pit in your stomach when Ethan told Probes, you know, like I'm worried about surviving this week? Um, I did not. I was okay. <laughs> I no part of me thought that Ethan was going home. I I just I, I don't even know that it makes sense. It doesn't make sense. Okay, I'll I'll I'm I'm happy to defend the vote of the four that made it. But I for me, I was like, usually like it was just like why 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 take yeah, Ethan's quote edit. about? I was like, what? Like why is Ethan worried? Like I, that's what I said in my head. Like I didn't think he's going home, but I was like, why is Ethan worried? And then when the first Ethan vote came out, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe they did this. I can't believe they did this. Um, and so you don't, you, don't, you don't like the vote from – it was Ben, Denise, Michelle, and Jeremy. That was, yeah. those, were the, those were the four that voted. Um, Adam stuck with the Parv plan. And then Ethan, Parv, and Rob, who are super tight, stuck with the flip on Adam. He is a wild card plan. Who are you more worried about uh, if you are – I don't know. Call it Ben. Uh, call it Jeremy. You're Jeremy. Who are you more worried about, Ethan or Parv? To win the game? To 
there's uh, there's that's the question for me no but there's nuance here uh, for who who are you more worried about in terms of you winning the game because i think ethan can beat any i think like this is i don't mean to get in the minutiae too much but like ethan can beat any single person like in this game i think i think he's like just infinitely likable and it seems like he's playing a good game but parv may cut jason's throat in in a second and like maybe or sorry Jer- jeremy's throat in a second but like maybe ethan and jeremy can strike something up and make it further does that make sense sure yeah no i i completely agree with you you can't sit next to ethan but parv is a threat to you more often throughout the course of the game than ethan is so it's a short-term long-term play and here's here's where i respect the decision and this is it's a it's a meat shield right you keep two meat shields in the game you weaken them by taking out one of their one of their three a guy that is probably more likely to win the game. And I mean, the longer that Rob and Parver are in the game, obviously, the better chance that they're going to have to win it. But also, you have... Like, that's... Jeremy won with the meat shield strategy. That's how he won the game. Yeah. He won by keeping people around him until it was, you know, 6-7, and people were like, holy shit, Jeremy's still in the game. And then he he did what he needed to do to get to the end. He played an idol. He won the final um, individual immunity to go in, and then he eventually got a clean sweep of votes after voting out Kelly Wentworth. Jeremy played this game before in the Meat Shield game, and I think he's comfortable doing it. For me, the best part of this vote is they didn't vote out Adam, right? And I think Worst both, part of this vote. Well, the, the, I'm, I'm talking about from, I know, I know, from the Denise, Ben. And the, so they took... The, they wanted to get out. I think that they, they wanted to get out Parv. They were on board with that plan, right? That was the that was the number one shot. Let's take out the threat. Let's get it done. And I think that the switch of the vote to Ethan, yeah, I mean it's it's long term, short term. I could I could make a case either way, Parv or Ethan, right? If I'm those four, I think what they did here, which I which I fucking love, is they keep Adam in the game because Denise and Ben have both expressed interest in keeping him in the game. Denise needs him for the other half of her idol. Nope. It, Oh, she does. Uh, yeah, you, sorry. You guys talked about this last week. I don't mean to dunk on you. He gave it back to her. Oh, he doesn't really? have to. He doesn't have to hold it. She has the full idol now. I didn't know. I thought he had the other half. I think it was after the tribal last week. He he gave it back to her. I, I'm almost positive she has the whole idol. And she can play it whenever now. Interesting. Okay, then I was completely mistaken. Then um, I thought that that was why she had to kind of protect him a little bit. So that may, maybe changes it a little bit, but. No, I For think me, your logic stands, stands it true. Puts, I, it's I, still, she still wants to work with him, yeah. Yeah, and it puts him in his place. Because right, like that, it, that's the part of it I, I, I do love. His face I inject his face into my veins at the at the end of that episode. Yeah, it's not it's like we're willing to save you, we're willing to protect you, but you fuck like most times when you when you fuck somebody, they vote on you clean street. Like Adam's an easy vote. Voting out Ethan, to me, it's elite gameplay. It's elite because you you put Adam, you're like, hey, you little pipsqueak, you can't go around running your mouth and telling our plan to everybody. You betrayed us. Don't turn, like, I cannot wait to see the recap. And for Adam to be like, what, what happened, guys? And be like, what happened was you told Rob and Ethan that we were voting Parv. We had, we, we couldn't trust you with an alternative plan. We didn't, now that they knew it was Parv, we didn't know if there was an idol. Like, honestly, that could be a legitimate part of the discussion. Rob, Ethan, and Parv. I no. can already hear his voice next week when they're explaining this to him and him being like, I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he'll know that he fucked up. He's not yeah. stupid. He's going to be like, ah, it didn't work. My but, point but, still would just be that you have a four-people majority. Now, look at it. You've picked one correct. person off, so it's it's four versus three, even if Adam somehow ends up working with Parv and Rob. Yep. Rob is You've got more a strong threat four. to me next week than Ethan is to, to pull people over. For sure, for sure. Um, and, and for um, the last point, too, that, that, that I really like about this is Jeremy knows what is on the edge of extinction. He's been hooked up once by Nat. He also knows that Amber is there. He's probably not naive to the possibility, even though he doesn't, that Rob has been gifted an idol. And if he knows where the votes are going, it might he might put it on par, right? And so I think that there's, there's so much to the Ethan vote that it's a... Those four linked together, it's a sure thing. We cut out, we cut the fat off of our, our alliance and we move forward and we move forward. And I, 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 I think that Rob and Parv, like, I, I think that they're passengers in this game. And I, I know that you have a different opinion, but I, I think that after the first vote, they've had no control and it's gone. It's gone. I mean, it didn't go in their favor this past vote, even though they stayed in the game, but I, I think they're just trying to hold on and survive. I don't know that 
I think it's more of a testament to the two of them than an indictment, honestly. But I don't think that Rob has any control of this game. Um, and I'm interested to hear your your dissenting opinion because I know you have it. I think that Adam is so shook right now, and it is largely actually because of, of Rob. I'll, obviously, Ben, Denise, Jeremy, and Michelle played their roles as well. But he has shoved his hand so far up his rear and worked his mouth like a sock puppet the last two tribal councils that, that Adam doesn't know which way is up. He's literally being like, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> I have a hard time articulating this. But like, Adam thinks that there are like rules to the social game of Survivor. And he was so annoyed that Rob was making people dump out their bags because... I, I mean, I didn't think he. I didn't actually think he played his hand too well. I like, I felt like I was like, oh, that's that's a that sounds like a guy who has an idol. And then the next week, um, th- this past episode, he said, uh, you, oh, oh, at the same time when Adam says that, Adam's playing the game right now too, and he's like, of course I am, Rob. I mean, we're all. Play- I don't say why you're saying that. Like everybody knows that. I'm like, he's just like Rob plays a social game in a way that Adam is not comfortable with, and I think that like. I, I mean, it, it's going to come to a head next week or the week after. I think that they're on a collision course, and the numbers aren't lining up right now, but I think, like, Rob, the, the fact that he's still here, his wife is in the game, he's been to almost every tribal council, and and maybe he's not in a position of power, but he's he has an idol. I just oh, feel like he's positioned he have, himself. He doesn't, have a, he doesn't have an extra token. He doesn't uh, extra have an token, sorry. Yeah. Um, he's positioned himself well uh, in, in the game to this point considering the circumstances that that he started with so i'll 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 give you that i'll 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 concede that he is i think that he's always been a threat he's always had to be defensive he's always had to address the situations which to me puts you in a in a in a in a position an inferior position when you have to be when you have to play your game in front of people it is. It's not a positive thing. It's not, a, especially this early. And he's having. He's he's making himself, or he's being forced to play himself very out in the open in tribal council. He is. You and, and to me, there's a little bit of, and it's a good social game. I'll, I'll give it. He's 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 not doing anything wrong, but when he has a chance at tribal to try to bury somebody, he's taking it. And I just think it's only a matter of time before people got say, guys, Rob's playing the game too hard, and I. To to give to give Rob and kind of your take a little bit of credit here, I don't I don't know what else he can be doing. I was I gonna really say at, at this point, like it behooves him to play hard because he had a big old target on his back from day one. Right, but for for me, I'll be interested to see what he does after this vote. Right, he's he's finally quote unquote uh, you know lost a vote. Right, he was on the right side of his two previous votes. Uh, you know, not counting Amber going home, right? The two votes on his own tribe. Yep. He voted for Natalie. He voted for Danny. But now he voted for Adam and Adam didn't go home. So for me, it's Rob and Parv alone, the two biggest meat shields. What do they do and how do they integrate themselves back into the game? Yeah. And back think... into the tribe. And the, your Jeremy link, I think, is a strong one. Jeremy seems like he's down for whatever. Yeah. 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 Jeremy, I, the. the... <laughs> The best and worst part of the first episode was that Jeremy lost a vote, but like my notes at the end of that episode was feed me revenge Jeremy for the rest of this season because he's pissed and I'm who so did excited for it. Um, so I, I do think he's down for whoever. I, I think the next episode will tell us a lot probably because if Rob is able to swing a vote to get Adam out next week because, oh, that, that guy is conniving, that guy's this, that, or the other thing, I'm going to be out soon anyway, then like that's a real tangible social move where I feel like minor control over like the ebbs and flow of the game have been sort of the, what he's benefited from his social game to, to this point. For sure. You know, I, 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 I mean, he's, he knows how to work people. He absolutely knows how to work people. I just, I, I don't see it working out in the long term in this, in this season, but you know, I could, I, I could be wrong. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I am, Hoping Sele doesn't go back to Tribal Council, but clearly we have interesting, interesting dynamics on either end. Poor one out for Ethan. I cannot get Ugh. off of that guy. He was so lovable, uh, and I think it's a great vote. But in the end, you know, 
what a, what a, what, a, what a gift he was to this season, especially some some folks like me who are more new fans of Survivor. You know, the last twenty or so seasons, more so than the first twenty, to get a get a glimpse at him. Uh, he he was a, he was a treat as short as it was. I hope he's a little bit of a of a part of the community uh, moving forward. He's he's just a solid. How could he dude. not be? You know, know, he used like most, if not all, of his winnings to start that soccer league in Africa because he was so. Um, so like moved by the the children that he met while he was over there on a reward challenge. That's so cool. That grassroots so cool. soccer shirt that he wears. That's that's the program that he started. Nonprofit. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, a great great dude. But you know that's why you can't make it to the end. So we, not not is, that I'm wishing uh, poor on on anybody, but uh, there seemed to be a tease of some sort of a medical situation on the edge of extinction next week, and I I really hope it's not him. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah, they did. They did do that. I mean, it. Oh fuck! It could definitely be. <laughs> it could definitely be him. They're, yeah, they. Uh, I, hate, I hate how they tease that shit too. He's, it's like he, the thing I will say is that he's like I've, I've watched video interviews of him since obviously he's been back from the island. So if it is him, he's okay. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen Danny. Chilling. So. Oh no! I, yeah, I <laughs> I follow everyone on the uh, the Got Nothing for You Instagram. It's great because the Survivor community is so like. It's so niche, it's so small, but it's so strong. Mm. Like you just tag, like I the the one video I posted, or I, I just tagged the whole Sele tribe. Like half of them liked it, and it just boosted my ego for oh, the nice. weekend. Uh, you know, I don't I don't need much to get through these days, Deej. But uh, <laughs> that'll 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 do it. I think for for the the recap uh, for the primary stuff, we got a few things to hit. We did have one question that I forgot to get Holy. to. Kev, um, one of our OGs with the questions. Should the puzzles be divided or blocked in challenges so the team behind can't just copy and catch up? Hmm. I mean, we see it a lot with the safe challenges with the number codes. Yeah, that's the most obvious one, I think. I, I, <laughs> ugh, oh, I have an annoying thought here. I feel like I feel like if 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 I heard me say this, I would not like it because this is like purist like baseball bullshit. I feel like that's the way that the game's been played. So like that, like I'm, I'm about it. It's like, it's a wrinkle in the game that like you can just back up and look over at someone's puzzle and, 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 and they, that can help you out. I think as a contestant, I would hate it like absolute poison, but like as a viewer at home, like especially in a season like this where the, the challenges are going one way, I'm like anything to make it more, uh, more competitive. Yeah, and I think to the I, I'll I'll just flip that right on its head. As a contestant, you say you'd hate it, but if you're trailing somebody and you see that they are doing one of those like stack the letters to form like redemption, and you see that you see like redeem and they don't quite have it, you're like fuck yeah, I'm doing it. <laughs> There's you know, you're not you're not thinking twice about it. I didn't even realize it until you just said that. There was some subtle ego in my comment where I was assuming that I was ahead in the puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that so much. Uh, speaking of who's ahead, Dev, hit me with your three up, three down. Three up, three down. I'm going to start with down first uh, because I hate Adam. So he's number one uh, down. I love the shot across the bow from Ben, Denise, Jeremy, and Michelle. Like it, If I was like convinced he was going home, I would say it's better than him actually getting voted out last week. Um, but... Because, because like it would be like he's 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 being tortured essentially for just another week. But Ben, I have down Amber. I adore. Um, I, I guess I don't know. On the edge is probably a tough one to to do, but I have one on the edge for each and up and a down. Um, mm. Amber on the down. I just I, I really like her, um, and I think she, she won an All Star season. Like she she's a great player. I just. It's it's tough. I don't mean like to insult her at all. I just it, from a survivor standpoint, it starts to feel like she lost her fastball a little bit. Um, mm. And then my my third one is is Parv. I feel like I don't know. I, I like I understand the reputation. I understand all of that. I, I don't know that I've seen anything that like if this was a season in a vacuum. Like is, does she seem like a huge threat? And not no. that that really matters. But she's been on the back like, foot. Is is there enough there? Like, does she have a move right now where she can finagle her way into a position of power or, or survive another vote? I'm not super sure. Um, and then up, uh, the Edge of Extinction and Natalie are are synonymous. They are one and the same. Uh, she she's building up a quite quite a bit of wealth out there. So I'm um, I'm here for that. Uh, Sarah got an advantage. Um, 
seems to have, like we were saying before, the, the one or two best alliance uh, over her on that tribe. So she feels like she's in a solid position. And then, um, you know, Jeremy being reborn from the ashes, I feel like he's uh, he's in a good position. And I felt like, I probably should talk about this more, but I just, my, my take is, is, is pretty clear. I felt like he had a great episode because I thought that he was in the background pulling all of the strings on Michelle going around and evangelizing their move uh, against Adam in a way and and to eventually move the votes over to Ethan. I felt like it, like almost like literally in every scene where she was talking to someone, he was like in the background, like smiling and, and plotting with his with his fingers. I, I I'm excited that he, that, he, that he's back. And, and I just I felt like it was a strong episode socially um, 100%. In, in, in sort of an understated way. So. Yeah, he's um he's got an under under uh, underrated social game. Um, mm. I do it was a it was a good Michelle episode for me as well. I like seeing her. Um, her she's got another one of those underrated social games, and she won her season basically under the radar. Yeah. Until the final six, and she's certainly in a similar position early. So I, I that would be the only uh, person I would add to the three up, three down. But in any case, uh, I'm gonna take. Some of our new listeners on a bit of a journey for the power move of the week. Um, I have not been opposed previously to giving the power move of the week to somebody who has gone out of the game. I've not been opposed to giving <laughs> it to somebody who's played a horrible move because the power move is about putting all your cards on the table, right or wrong. And so my power move of the week is going no. to Adam. That no. guy played the game. The guy, it's not. Look, I don't like the move. I don't like the move. But he calculated the risk and said, "I'm going all in." And they said, "Adam, this is this is the first hand." And he goes, "I'm all in." And somebody else just happened to have pocket aces to his two seven on suit, but he went for it. He went for it, and I have to respect the balls. I have to respect the balls. It was. It was a, it was a, it was a real aggressive, unnecessary play. And if that doesn't represent a power move of the week, I don't know what would. I um, really like Cersei just staying in the tower at the end of Game of Thrones and, and staying up there and, and just barricading the city, even though it literally got burned to the fucking ground. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, okay, so we'll just. Um, Close out with some fantasy updates. Um, I mentioned this on the previous podcast. I've not sent out my latest email. That'll come out. Um, Leah, Leah looked at the standings. I, I avoided all spoilers, so I, I read them after the fact. I've really binged Survivor the last couple of days. YouTube TV does not work in Argentina, so uh, it was tough to keep up on it. So I just powered through uh, the last two days here. But Leah checked the standings one day. I was like, Devin, you're in first. And I, uh, on the beach sipping a Mai Tai for the rest of the honeymoon was like so sure, happy, confident, and praying that I was going to walk in this week and, and, and be in first place. And uh, <laughs> I think, was that the one where the score was off and I wasn't actually even in first place? Yeah, no, that yeah. was yeah, that was the one where I forgot to add an episode two. And now that I've ep- add episode three, uh, welcome back from your honeymoon, Devin. I think you're in like tenth right now. Uh, <laughs> no, but you're it's it's all the I think I mentioned it in one of the emails. It's all going to be posturing early. It's going to be it's just it's it's just kind of feeling it out. We'll see how things happen with the tribe swap. I hope that they don't do it at sixteen. I think that's one thing we can't. I'm, I'm praying they don't do it yet. I don't want them even to go to three. I hope they do it at fourteen. So it's seven and yeah. seven, and then we do two weeks of that, and we go to emerge. Uh, but Jesse H is holding down third place, one hundred thirty-six point five points. Joseph W, who is as synonymous with second place as Natalie is with Edge of Extinction, Joey Dubs in forty-one point five plays, and right now running away with it. Madeline M, 165.5. With Maddie picked all, all the DeKal, right? All DeKal tribe. Yeah. So uh, a DeKal win will see her launching further into the lead. A Sele win will, you know, that, that that might mean first place is up for grabs. And I got to do it. Got to do it on the bottom, third to last. Katie is out of the bottom three. Vinny, great condo. Poor tribe, third to last place. <laughs> Drew, unfortunate. Drew cannot catch a break. Drew has, um, Drew has Ethan, Amber, and Natalie on her team, so she is in second to last place. Tim, what are you doing? Being worse than that, dead last, seventy three points. My brother, my oh man, loser Ooh. brother. Will you remind <laughs> but, me who you picked? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved uh, starting with the apology last week. That was, that was fantastic. <laughs> 
Well, Tim's team is Amber, Rob, Tyson, Natalie, and Parvati. So it looks real bad. He might be the first one to have his whole tribe eliminated. Because Tyson and Parv look like they're on the outs, and Rob is going to be a tricky one to win. Um, and who do you have for, left? Or who for, do you have? For our tribe, for oh, I'll just do you and my tribe, just so everyone knows. Yeah. Um, you have Ethan, Wendell, Sandra, Kim, and Rob. Um, good tribe so far. Um, we share Wendell and Kim. So we both have, we have Kim and Wendell. So those are the two that we are jointly rooting for. Wendell, we don't talk about, is in a great position. I have Natalie, who is killing it on the edge for me. Jeremy and Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're we're pretty comparable just in terms of like distribution between Sele and Edge and the call. So we'll see how it all shakes up. And um, Yeah, the last yeah, thing I'll it, say is let's, let's keep, I, I want to <laughs> get credit for this if it's true. Uh, let's keep an eye on Nick because I feel like this season's playing out a little bit like his did for him under the radar, but like got got a vote or two. Um, he's I, yeah. I'd watch out for him. Yeah, I'm. I that was it's why I picked him. I I thought like he's got sleeper potential. Uh, Michelle and Sophie and Wendell are people that I think are in a little bit better position of the sleeper potential, but. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Dev, why don't you um, why don't you bring us back to normal and send us out? All right, everyone. That is a, another fantastic episode. So happy to have you. So happy for our listeners. So happy for our questions. And so happy for the people that filled in for us while we well, I was uh, uh, gone away on my honeymoon. And Pat, thank you for uh, keeping the ship afloat um, higher than it's ever been. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, until next week, we got nothing for you.